All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jags Den podcast. As you all know, I am James Johnson, uh, one third of the Jags Den panel and managing editor of the Jaguars Wire. I'm going to be riding this one um, solo dolo uh, for a little, I guess you can call this a snippet episode um, where I'm basically going to just talk on the Allen Robinson situation and we'll do a full podcast with the full crew uh, probably tomorrow, which will be Thursday. So, um, yeah, it's Wednesday right now, the 7th of March. And um, as I said, I'm going to be covering the Allen Robinson situation, giving my take on it, even though it's on the site and whatnot. Um, I really didn't too much give my personal take on it. So I'm going to address that with this podcast. Uh, but before we get into that, um, of course, you know where you can follow the site, jaguarswire.usatoday.com. You can also follow us and get connected with us on Twitter. Uh, this podcast, of course, at Jags Den Podcast, at the Jaguars Wire for the site. And feel free to follow me at SportsGrind underscore done on Twitter as well. As for the rest of the crew, you can follow Phil, uh, the host of this podcast routinely at Phil the Filipino. That's F-I-L-I-P-I-N-O, as well as Jacob DeLawrence at underscore Jadella and Coach Tris, who joined us last week. Um, and he does pretty much or will be doing um, some some coaching analysis and will be uh, contributing other articles uh, while uh, he's off for the offseason. So that being said, shout outs to Nick as well. And uh, shout outs to my man Thomas Goodrich right now, who, who's been rather busy. Uh, but, you know, he'll he'll be back into things uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, so that said, uh, you can also catch our podcast, the Jack Stand podcast on iTunes, uh, most notably also on Stitcher Radio for like the Android users and whatnot and tune in radio as well. We had a um, SoundCloud. We still do. Uh, it hasn't been updated, but we have to um, update that and get that up to par. Uh, so that being said, um, you also could follow us at most notably the Audio Boom Network, which USA Today has us under their podcasting network. So to the topic at hand, which, as I said, was the uh, Allen Robinson situation. As you all know, yesterday, uh, March the 6th was the tag deadline. Uh, it was announced kind of rather early before the four o'clock deadline hit that the Jaguars wouldn't be tagging Allen Robinson by Ian Rappaport. And I think by Mike Garofolo, although we we had the sense that they probably weren't going to do that anyway, um, due to obviously his injury situation, probably um, would be my thought process as to why they wouldn't tag him. But um, in general, on this situation, I want to start by saying this. Um, now I'm a, along the lines, I I'm inclined to think that a deal is not going to happen with Allen Robinson. I'm, I'm, I've made up my mind personally that he's going to sign elsewhere. Now that is not to say that there isn't a chance that he could come back. Okay. Um, the Jaguars have into, what is it? The fourth, the 14th, uh, to work something out. And I, I mean, they very well could. Um, from what Ian Rappaport was saying, though, it looks like they're looking for something along the lines of a one year deal, kind of a prove it type of deal, probably throw some incentives in there. You know, if they make the playoffs or if he surpasses a thousand yards or something, he gets some extra money or whatever. But um, 
But that seems to be the thought process of the Jags front offices. They want him on a one year deal until he can prove that he's past the injury. And then they probably wouldn't mind really paying him, you know, what what he wants after that or something close to that. Uh, So but that being said, now, if you're a Rob and his agent at this point, you're probably waiting to hit the market to um at the least. I mean, that like I said, it's not a given that he's going to sign with another team. Um, but I do think it's a good chance he will. But at the least, if you're a Rob and his agent, you know, at this point, you're waiting to hit the open market and see what the deals are out there uh, and, and what people are offering. Now, I mean, the thing about it is some of these teams like the Bears, um, you know, most notably, these teams aren't suited to win right now. Some of them have, you know, younger quarterbacks than Blake. Uh, most notably Mitchell Trubisky. So, you know, that that's something to think about here is that the teams that aren't ready to win, um, you know, the Jaguars do have a bargaining chip over those teams. If Allen Robinson wants to come back and circle around with his camp and do a one-year deal. Uh, so that being said, I think it's more of a matter of these multi-year contracts that, that are going to be thrown at him by the Bears and probably – like a team like the 49ers, um, they say the Ravens need a receiver, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But <clears throat> the deals that are going to be thrown at him, the multi-year deals, he's probably going to look at those, how much they pay in that first year in comparison to, uh, you know, the, the one-year deal that the Jaguars are offering him, if that is what they're offering him. And, I mean, if the Jaguars deal kind of matches along the lines of those multi-year deals in the first year, that will give a Rob something to think about, you know, in, in terms of coming back to Jacksonville. If the, you know, the deals, the Jacksonville Jaguars one year deal matches along the lines of the multi year deals in terms of the first year from the other teams. And a another key factor after that would be, does Allen Robinson feel that the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, would pay him? after that one year deal or extend him during that deal basically does he believe that the front office will go on their word extend him and give him what he wants once he proves during the year that he's 100 percent healthy or even after the year that he's 100 percent healthy that being said that's a lot to bank on which is why i think he's he's pretty much all but gone i mean instead of going through all of those shenanigans that i just that uh, what I just talked about, why not just go ahead, you know, sign one of these multi-year deals with one of these other teams that that I mean, in all honesty, probably will blow him away in terms of the guaranteed money, uh, despite the ACL injury. So that's the kicker right there is the guaranteed money probably is going to make it to the point where he doesn't even think about the Jaguars uh, once he hits the open market. And we'll know uh, during the little two day tampering tampering period, um, you know, it'll get leaked out there probably what teams are willing to offer this, that and the other. So we'll we'll know if he's probably going to come back or not, you know, before the deal gets done, because he's going to be one of most uh, one of the most coveted free agents on the market so that that is why I personally feel he's gone it's because you know guys like John Lynch and I don't know exactly who the Bears GM is but these guys have a lot of money to spend like the Jacksonville Jaguars once did and they can blow away 
Allen Robinson with the deal. Not only that, like they, they are to the point financially cat wise where, you know, they can afford to take a risk on Allen Robinson despite the ACL injury. And it, it really might not even hurt them all that much, to be honest with you. So, uh, you know, that being said, I, I do think Allen Robinson will sign with another team as to which specific one. I don't know, but I just know that um good good free agents or good wide receivers should I say like Ian Rappaport told us on the podcast good wide receivers don't hit the open market that much and and teams will look at that and take advantage of a receiver hitting the market that shouldn't be there now in terms of the figures and how much I think he could make or or just a prediction on how much he can make I could see I mean, I think it'll be along the lines of the franchise tag number, roughly 16 million, uh, for, at least for the first two years, like Devontae Adams, which he's guaranteed 32 million in the first two years. So if you, you split that up within two years, that's about 16 million. So, yeah, roughly 16 million a year for the first two years for Allen Robinson, uh, maybe a little bit more, maybe 17. I don't see it getting to 18 uh, for the simple fact that he is coming off of ACL surgery. But I mean, he's not he's probably it's not going to be something that he signs as much more than what the franchise tag offered on a yearly basis. So uh, I guess ultimately when or if something happens, uh, time will tell and we'll see the figures to that. But um, in terms of, uh, you know, a lot of people are on Twitter, you know, that, that are kind of upset about it and rightfully so as fans. And, and in terms of who to blame personally, I, I don't think either side is to blame here. Not Allen Robinson or the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I put it on Twitter earlier that I feel it's more that the the injury should be to blame here, if you will, if that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, the injury just came at the worst possible moment for the Jaguars. It, it came at a time where Robinson sustained an injury on a contract year and it put a it put the Jaguars in a situation where they would have to sign or franchise him the following year after that significant injury and Ironically, for the first time in a decade, they went on to win 10 games and go to the playoffs. I mean, you you talk about the worst possible moment for your number one receiver to go down and for a team to be successful. That was it. Because, I mean, on paper or, or I mean, just looking at what happened on the field, they went on to be successful without him. And and let's hope the Jaguars aren't looking at it that way. I mean, that would be a huge mistake for Tom Coughlin and, and Dave Caldwell to look at it as, hey, we got this far without Allen Robinson. We can afford to let him go. But, I mean, we don't know what they're thinking at this point. And, and another thing that might, even though, like, I personally said that I personally would sign him to the franchise tag. I can't necessarily be mad at the Jaguars for not doing it because in in a sense, it's a little bit reckless because he is coming off an ACL injury. I know, you know, it's modern day medicine and he he typically, uh, you know, players typically recover from this type of thing. But I think one of the other things that they are looking at is his history with injuries. Okay. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be a big deal if Allen Robinson tore his ACL they signed him to the franchise tag, knowing that he he really isn't a player that doesn't have a bad injury history. But Allen Robinson does. So in their eyes, they're probably thinking like, you know, if we sign you to this deal, history says you might get injured again. 
just looking at his past. And I'm not calling him injury prone. I'm not calling him soft, this, that or the other. I'm just saying it's out there. And, and, and I mean, facts, the facts say that Allen Robinson hasn't been healthy throughout his career. So that is something to take in effect here. Like, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguar. And we all do know how much Tom Coughlin does value health. He is a guy that likes tough players, players that are available to be on the field often and are able to contribute. So that could very well have a, a, a something to do with them passing on the franchise tag as well. So ultimately, time will tell what the future holds for Allen Robinson. If he moves on, I wish him the best. Uh, as, as you all know, I've, I've been on record for saying I thought Allen Robinson at one point in time was like one of the top 30 players in the league. And, um, you know, it's just an unfortunate situation uh, that the Jacksonville Jaguars, in in my opinion, will just have to probably move on. Well, will have to end up probably moving on because he might sign elsewhere and uh, just, you know, look into the draft to find a solution. Because as we all know, there isn't anybody in free agency that probably will match up to what Allen Robinson can do. Although I think um, Paul Richardson is an intriguing fit for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think, um, you know, with another team, he could be more successful than he was in um, Seattle. So uh, we'll see what they do in terms of free agency. But I think uh, the draft is more so the route to go in terms of finding a guy to groom. And and not necessarily, that person won't, of course, replace Allen Robinson in year one. But, I mean, just as Allen Robinson started out, you have to be groomed into the player you become. And I think the Jaguars can find somebody like that in the draft. Plenty of guys with his skill set in the draft. Uh, the, as you all saw on the site, on Jaguars Wire, uh, the three receivers that I pointed out that could, you know, really help the Jaguars and contribute in the fashion that Allen Robinson did. Feel free to check that out. And um, so, yeah, that is where I stand on that whole situation. So um, that being said, that's all I uh, really had to touch on for the moment. Like I said, we're going to do a podcast tomorrow. So it's not really much more to say than what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Um, appreciate you all uh, tuning in as usual. Uh, you all know where you can find us online www.jaguarswire.usatoday.com at sportsgrind underscore done is where you can follow me at Jags Dan Podcast is where you can follow the podcast and at the Jaguars Wire for the official site's Twitter handle. Uh, so um, that's pretty much it. And until next time, everybody out there, be safe and uh, most importantly, go Jags.